0: Happy Easter once again, and uh, let's try something this morning, and some of you, you know what we're about to do. Uh, It's interesting because the early church, that would be those who were believers in Jesus, after he was resurrected and when he went back into heaven, uh, they would meet then on Sunday mornings. They went from being Jews that met on the Sabbath on Saturday to now they began to observe uh, the resurrection. It, so it was Resurrection Sunday that started the tradition of Christians meeting on Sundays. And uh, one of the things they used to do is they used to greet each other. They'd walk. They'd come into the the place of worship, whatever that was. And one person would say, "He is risen." And the other person would say, "He is risen indeed." He is risen indeed. Isn't that awesome? Let's do it again. He is risen. He is risen indeed. Amen. So. The resurrection of Christ, the fact that he is alive, has been a very, very central theme and truth to Christians from that day, today, and forever. That's why we're here today to celebrate that. So, uh, thanks for being here. Grab your message notes. We're going to dive right in. Also, want to let you know if you don't have a home church, we would love to have you uh, welcome you back and be a part of Abundant Life Church. Uh, we normally meet at 8.15 and 10.15 on Sunday mornings here. And matter of fact, next weekend, next Sunday, we're going to start a new series. Uh, we're we're going to talk about, if, if God were to leave you some friendly reminders of His goodness, what would some of those things be? So we're calling it Sticky Notes from God. And uh, it'll, it'll be fun. be a great time. So, you know, in the past two years, think about it. I mean, two years ago, I remember two Easter two years ago, we weren't gathered here. We were doing everything online. And just like that was different, so many things in our world were different. And even yet today, many things are still different. And it was just crazy. A lot of chaos, a lot of you know, frustration and confusion. And ultimately, I think what has happened, and you see it, and some of us have experienced it, is this epidemic of fear. Just everywhere. People are just really afraid of a lot of things in life. And, but it's interesting because out of all the stuff that has happened, there, there seems to be two symbols that I believe have prophetically emerged. By prophetically, it, it, refer, it points to Jesus, have emerged in our culture and in our world. One of those is a sheep, okay, like a lamb. Uh, which for many people, it's, it's an attitude that represents, well, I'm just going to go along with the crowd, with the flock. I'm not going to make any waves, and I'm just going to keep peace and, and uh, just sort of, In some people would say, mindlessly go along with everything. But on the other side is the symbol of a lion. A lion represents strength and, and, uh, and victory, and for a lot of people, they would say, no, I'm not a sheep. I'm a lion. I'm going to stand up for myself, and I'm going to be victorious. I'm going to be proactive in everything that I do. But it's interesting, the prophetic part is that Jesus was both of those. And both of those are represented at Easter, on Easter weekend. He, he First of all, he was the Lamb. The Bible tells us he was the Lamb of God. You have it in your notes, John 1, 29. It said, the next day John saw Jesus coming toward him, and he cried out. He said, look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Now, when you watch the movies, maybe The Passion of the Christ, Lori and I watched it just the other night again, it, it looks like the Roman soldiers came and arrested Jesus, like, took him. Against his will, but you know what? If Jesus wouldn't have humbly surrendered, surrendered and given his life, they would have never been able to do that. As the Lamb of God, Jesus willingly sacrificed himself for all of us. See, up until then, the Jews to get rid of their sin, God told them, "I want you to annually come together, sacrifice an animal. It might be a dove. It might be a goat. It might be a sheep." To, to get rid of your sins for that whole year. And you know what? Jesus said, you know what? I'm going to take care of all of that once and for all. I'm going to be the sacrificial lamb. Willingly gave his life for us. But he also was the lion. It says the li- that Jesus was the lion of Judah. Revelation chapter 5 says this. Look at the lion of the tribe of Judah, the heir to David's throne. He has won the victory It's talking about Jesus Christ. So as a lion, Jesus rose from the dead. He was victorious over the grave, over sin, over death, over the enemy. Jesus defeated the devil when he came out of the tomb. He was not just a roaring lion, but he was a victorious lion and still is today. So, As a lamb, Jesus demonstrated humility and sacrifice, which is something we should be doing as well. But as a lion, Jesus demonstrated strength, courage, and victory that Christ has won for us. So prophetically, Jesus did all of those. And on Easter, it demonstrated and proved each of those through his death and his resurrection. But it's interesting that Easter is not just about the story of what Jesus went through. Okay, it's not just, we don't look back and just say, oh, that was a cool story. Thank you, you know, that it was just an isolated incident. Or maybe if we don't celebrate that, Easter's not even just about eggs, (laughs) bunnies, or even maybe just going to a church service. Easter is really about what it means for you and me. Because what happened at Easter is not only just a neat story, a miracle beyond miracles. Easter has the power to change your life forever. For eternity, for now and forever. Look what it says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5. It says Jesus included everyone in his death so that everyone could be included also in his life, a resurrection life, a far better life than people ever lived on their own. Now here's the thing. Because of Easter, because of Jesus' resurrection, he is providing for you an opportunity for a life that you could never have ever accomplish on your own. No matter how good you are, no matter how much you have, without Jesus, you're always, you're never going to measure up to what he can do in and through your life. So, this morning we're going to look at the theme of uh, just how Easter represents freedom from fear. How you and I can be fearless in a world that is just literally dying and caving in on us. So, what does that mean? Look at number one, you have your notes, a few blanks to fill in this morning. The resurrection of Christ demonstrates God's love. You know, if, if you're around church very much, or even a little bit, you've probably heard us talk a lot about God's love. The fact that God loves the whole world, that God's love is unconditional, it means you can't, Earn it, you you don't deserve it, but God gives it anyways. But also, that it applies to everyone. But it's much more, God's love is more than just a slogan or a poster or a meme on Facebook or social media. Or even just a sermon. Love is something that God actually does. Did you know that? God really loves people. God really loves you. I mean, God literally showed his love for us through Jesus Christ. That's how much he loves you personally. And Easter proves it. The death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, that Friday and now Sunday morning, proves just how much God loves you. Here's what it says in Romans 5.8. But God showed his great love for us, for you, by sending Christ to die for us. When? While we were still sinners. Not once we were good enough, (laughs) but while while we were all messed up. Some of us are really, well, I would say all of us. (laughs) We are really messed up. And in spite of that, God said, you know what? It doesn't matter. They need help. I'm sending my son Jesus to help them and to save them. So the question then is, if we're talking about fear, what does love have to do with being fearless? Well, the Bible tells us this in 1 John chapter 4, verse 8. It says, where God's love is, there is no fear. Because God's perfect love drives out fear. In the New International Version, it says the same thing. There is no fear in love. Perfect, but perfect love dries out fear. In other words, if you have love, you don't have fear. But if you have fear, you don't have love. Are you tracking with me? <laughs> you know, we, we'd like to think we'd have both. But the truth is, if you are really fearful, it means there's a part of you that isn't experiencing love. But once you experience love, Once you experience God's love, His amazing, awesome, unconditional, wonderful love in your life, but also when you begin loving others, when you love other people the way Jesus Christ loves you, fear is gone. You become fearless. Not just less fear, but fearless. None. Number two. The second thing that the re- resurrection of Christ means for us is that it reveals the truth. It reveals the truth. You know, there's so many things that we are afraid of in life right now, or all the time, that just turn out to be lies. <laughs> you ever been afraid of something? I mean, you were scared to death until you found out that the facts about it, and you go, oh, that was stupid. There's no reason to be afraid of that. Well, there's so much of that today, right now, because there's so much of the information that we digest. I don't mean just once in a while listen to. We digest it. It's whether it's, you know, social media, whether it's the news, whether it's even just conversations with other people. It's just downright wrong. It is false. It is either distorted or it's lies. And we bought into that. And it's made us fearful. Some of us here this morning, we are scared to death about something that isn't true. But once the light of truth is shown, once it's revealed, and there's facts, and there's truth, and you find out what's true, it releases you from that fear. And you go, oh, wow, I feel so much better. I don't have to be afraid of that anymore, because it never was true in the first place. That's what truth does. Matter of fact, Jesus said this in John 8. He said, and you will know the truth, and the truth will what? It will set you free. And then he says, if the sun sets you free, you truly are. You are free indeed. Fear. And we see it all the time. Fear causes us to live in bondage. It locks us up. I mean, it, 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 it just freezes us up in life and we're, we're so emotionally in bondage. But when we, when we get the truth, we hear it, we see it, we embrace it, it, it just sets us free from that bondage. And, and the fact is this. Okay, here's a fact. Contrary to popular belief, there is truth. <laughs> there are things that are true and there are Facts. And they matter. And one of those truths is that the foundation of Christianity is completely based on the fact that Jesus Christ is alive today. The resurrection is that important. It matters that much that if Jesus had not resurrected from the dead, we would not have Christianity. We would not have a faith. We would not even be here. There's no need for us to be here on a Sunday morning other than to have coffee and maybe breakfast. No other reason. Here's what it says in 1 Corinthians 15. For if there is no resurrection of the dead, then Christ has not been raised either. And if Christ has not been raised, listen to this, then all of our preaching is useless and your faith is useless. All because of that. And then it says, And we as apostles would all be lying about God, for we have said that God raised Christ from the grave. And the reason the apostles, they they were the disciples that had been walking with Jesus, the reason that they could unapologetically say, Jesus is alive, he rose from the dead, is because they were eyewitnesses. They were there. They saw Jesus get arrested. They saw Jesus hanging on the cross. They saw that he died. And they were at the tomb and saw that it was empty. And they saw Jesus alive after the resurrection. So they could say, if it wasn't for that, we wouldn't be here. Our faith would be hopeless and useless. So when you believe and you embrace the truth, The truth of Jesus Christ, the truth of his resurrection, it sets you free from fear. Exclamation point. Number three, the resurrection of Christ then gives me hope. It gives me hope. You know, with so much to fear about in our world today, one of the things that a lot of people are afraid of, it boils down to, they're afraid of dying. They're afraid of death. That's sort of, that's sort of the heart or the source of so much of our fear in life right now. Hebrews 2.14 says it like this. We are people of flesh and blood. That is why Jesus became one of us. He died to destroy the devil who had power over death, but here's what he did. But he also died to rescue all of us who live each day in the fear of dying. Now, even though we know, I believe all of us here this morning, we know and understand that there's coming a day, unless Jesus returns soon, every one of us, our bodies are going to cease to be alive. They're going to stop, but you will continue. So the death of our bodies is real. It's going to happen someday. However, you don't have to live in the fear of that happening. Because the real you, your soul, your spirit, continues to go forever. Someday you're going to get a brand new body. And it's going to be wonderful. You're going to go, yes, finally I get a good one. Okay, That's going to be all of us someday. And we can have the confidence and we don't have to live in fear because we know who is with us. We know who is with us every moment of every day. And we know what's going to happen at the end. We win and you get heaven. There's no need to fear when we know that and we embrace it. Matter of fact, Psalm 23 says it this way Even though I walk through the valley, Of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil. I'm not going to be afraid of evil. At all. Why? Because you, O Lord. Are with me. Because of that. Because of Jesus Christ. I can have a hope. Right now. That I'm going to make it through. I'm going to make it through whatever it is I'm going through. I'm going to have a hope, because of Christ, that everything's going to be okay. The world may not be okay, but I'm going to be okay. And because of the resurrection of Jesus Christ, I can have a hope that I'm I'm going to have victory over every adversity that comes into my life. You know, if I wouldn't have that hope, I'll just be honest with you, if I wouldn't have that kind of hope for myself, for my family, for the church, (laughs) I'd be scared to death too. I would be really afraid of what's going on in life because I would have hope for nothing better. I would not have hope that it's going to be all right. It's going to be okay. But because of Christ, you and I, we can have that hope. First Peter 1.3 says this, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ in his great mercy. He has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. See, if it, was, if it weren't for Jesus and what he did for us, life right now would be very hopeless. And for the people, for people who don't have Jesus, it's very natural for them to be hopeless, to be fearful, to be afraid, to be mad, all the above. But when we put our hope in Jesus Christ, we have freedom, we have victory, and we, and our fear is once again removed. Number four, last one. The resurrection of Christ, then, gives me confidence. You know, because of the resurrection, the death and the resurrection of Christ, it provides the way, matter of fact, the only way, that you and I can have our sins forgiven. That our past can be clean and wiped out, that we get a fresh start. There's only that's the only way we can have salvation. It's the only way that you can have real meaning and purpose in life. And it's the only way, listen carefully, because of Christ Jesus, it's the only way that anyone is ever going to get to heaven. Exclamation point. There is no other way. Jesus is the only, and if you don't experience those, and the only way to experience those is through Jesus himself. So, what do we do? Okay, now that we have all this, and I know that Jesus died for me, I know that he came back to life, that he's alive today. All right, you go, Pastor, you convince me. Okay, what do I do next? Well, here Romans 10 tells us exactly what's next. Paul says, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. With a capital will. <laughs> Not maybe, could be, should be put in a line. Okay? You will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth when you speak the words that you, can, you confess and that you are saved. And as the Scripture says, anyone who trusts in him will never be put to shame and the good news is <laughs> all of that can happen in in an instant i mean it it's not a you know it doesn't have to be weeks and days long it can happen like even right now maybe you're here today and you go oh, i've never done that i've never known i needed to do that it can happen right now by simply believing and confessing and it can change your life forever. Sometimes dramatically, sometimes gracefully and slowly, but that's what can happen. But not only can I have confidence for that, but I can also have confidence that I'm going to heaven someday. I mean, I want you to think about this reality. I mean, it's just, it really, when I take a moment to meditate on this thought, it's just like, okay, I'm good. What if you could wake up every morning and every moment of every day, you know without a shadow of a doubt that if you weren't here, you would be in heaven. There's just no doubt about it. I mean, if you would die today, you just know that you know that you know that you'd be with Jesus forever and ever and ever in heaven. What would he be afraid of? There really isn't anything right, is it? And we're like, come Lord Jesus, I'm ready. doesn't mean we go, want to go, but it means that when it does come time to go, we're good. That's why John 3, 16 is so powerful. It says, for this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but they will have eternal life. So, I get heaven, I have my sins forgiven, I get saved, I get a brand new life. What else is there? There's a lot more. There are some other powerful benefits of embracing and accepting Jesus Christ. 2 Corinthians 4 says it like this. And we know that the same God who raised Jesus from death will also raise us with Jesus. This is why we never give up. I mean, folks, that is a big deal. Because right now, some of you are facing extreme difficulty. And you are personally dealing with the struggle of, I don't know if I can keep going. I don't know how long I can hang in there. I don't know what tomorrow holds. But because of this, because of the power that God used to raise Jesus from the dead is the same power that lives in you. Not just out there you can... It's in you. You can always not give up. You can always hang in there. And it says, Even though our physical bodies are becoming older and weaker, our spirit inside us is made new every single day. And the present troubles that we're going through right now are quite small and won't last very long. Stop there for a moment. Folks, this is huge. Because it's called an eternal perspective. Because right now, today, this week, the next weeks and months and years ahead, there are going to be difficulties that come your way. And it's going to be very, very tempting to simply say, God, why are you doing this? God, why are you letting this happen? God, I can't take it anymore. God, I'm ready to give up. But if you have Jesus Christ at the very center of your life, you believe in him, you've confessed him with your mouth, You're living for him. The perspective is that the present troubles that we're going through right now are quite small and won't last very long. (laughs) You're going, easy for you to say. That's what God says. Why? Because they're producing in us an eternal glory that is going to last how long? Forever. That is along with being saved, along with having our sins forgiven, along with having a purpose for living our lives here, along with knowing we're going to heaven someday, God gives you now the power, the ability, the perspective of saying, you know what, world? I don't care what you throw at me. I don't care what happens to me. I don't care what the circumstance and situation is around me. I will never give up Because what is happening now is nothing compared to the good things and the glory I'm going to experience someday. That is worth, if nothing else, that's worth getting saved right there. Because that's what God does for us. So, this morning, Easter Sunday, April 17th, 2022, is a very, very special day. You're here, we're alive. Jesus is alive and he came to change the world but he also came to change your world and your life and for those of you who you're in church all the time and you know this this is just a great reminder sometimes we just need a little shot in the arm right of reality of truth for some of you you've said you know what I I, I heard this all my life, but, and, and I made this decision to believe in Jesus a long time ago, but you know what, I sort of, I sort of faded from that. So today's just a really good reminder that I need to come back. I, I need to get re-engaged in my relationship with God again, reconnected. But maybe for some of you today, you've never really taken any of this seriously. You've heard it maybe this is the first time you've heard it or you've been around it a lot in your life but today for some reason you're hearing it and feeling it and experiencing it in in a way that you're saying wow I don't want to miss out on all that stuff I really want to make Jesus the center and the Lord of my life because I desperately need him Not only for today, but for tomorrow, and I need him for eternity.